Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. <clears throat> um, different week this week. We've had some uh, great guests on here in the last uh, few weeks and had some exciting episodes between... Um, <laughs> A little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, we did the Weird Food Challenge. We did the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters. We yeah. uh, we had Jim Lucas and Steve Schottmer on last week. Um, so uh, this week we kind of decided, hey, we don't want to take a break. We've, we want to get an episode out, but... Right. Kind of just back in studio, just you and I, um, and kind of getting some things set up. So, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, see what we end up with, what we get into here. We don't have a huge, uh, laid out agenda, but, uh, first of all, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. And also sponsor of the podcast, Tommy Taylor at Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's insurance agent and should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he will be happy to take care of any of your insurance needs. Contact information for Tommy. You can contact him at 812-372-4483 at extension 2447. And remember to tell him that APR Podcast sent you. And I do, before we kind of get started here, Callie, I want to thank both of them. They have been... um with us for a while now and uh yeah you know continue to help us out with what we've got going on and and you know to tommy and miller's termite and pest control we really appreciate it so absolutely and uh if you've not visited yet we do have the new website kind of updated we made some changes uh that is at www.mwcpodcast.com um you can find all of our episodes there the latest episodes right at the top but all the episodes are archived with direct download links you can just click on those and listen to those as you uh, as you want to. So, um, well, I was going to say, um, I appreciate the you know uh, you saying we, but really uh, it was you that did the new website. So we didn't do a whole lot. You did, but thanks for the uh, you know. I don't know. Help there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, you obviously can go there to visit our sponsors. Um, they are up and on uh, the link with contact information to them. You can contact us directly from the website. Uh, if you're interested about coming on and being a guest, um, we're looking for guests now for the rest of November and December to get booked. Um, we're really up for anything. Like I said, we, we're we kind of random all the time. So anything that you might want to come on and discuss, uh, we're more than happy to have you come and be a part. Also, you'll find on our website, there is the Married with Children store. Um, there's a you know a small selection of products there. We've got some can koozies, some stickers, um, 
uh, our podcast hat and then the Married with Children t-shirt. Um, the prices are there, but if you go and order um, right now, we have a deal going on. If you use the promo code MWC25, um, again, MWC25 at checkout, you get 25% off your entire order. So I'm um, trying to clear out some of the, the inventory we have now and and hopefully replace it with some new stuff uh, here soon. So if you're interested in a T-shirt, hat, package of stickers, whatever, um, can koozies, uh, go ahead and, and order there and use MWC25 to receive 25% off your order. So, Callie, how have you been? Not been too bad. Um, not ba- not really that bad at all. I guess I can't complain too much. Finally turned on the uh, or got the heat stove going. So that's always good for me because that means it's warmer in the house. Yeah. And it's bad for me because it's like 74 at times yeah. and it's just misery. Yeah. So I actually had the windows in the studio open here all morning to try and <laughs> balance. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it also means that we now have to go out and actually uh, yeah, that's put the wood bad, in the that's wood That's the stove. bad part is I'm, I'm not in the, um, you know, mode of normally, you know, if we, we want to, one of us get home and we'll go out and check and I've totally forgot about it. And so I got to get back in the groove. But it is nice. It is a nice addition. And, um, you know, I'm going to kind of segue off of that because I kind of wrote down just some random topics and things and. You know, I think one thing that we've we've kind of dabbled in a little bit and we've done the we did the newlywed episode with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Taylor and Kelsey Shaw. And um, and we talked a little bit about marriage during that one. But we are, you know, our podcast is called Married with Children. And I feel like overall and, and we knew we just kind of chose that name. We like the name because of kind of our craziness and our lives. And we wanted it to, to be something kind of fun. But and random and what we do, but we haven't really talked about marriage and how it goes. And we haven't talked about being parents much. So I just wanted to to start off. um, We have been married a little over six years now. Right. Um, So we are, as some would say, you know, still in the early phase. But we are. (laughs) um, Let me see. I I think we're right around there. Let's see here. Um, Average length of a marriage you think it's in u.s i bet it's right around us you think so about 8.2 years is that what the average is yeah the national length of marriage in the united states is about 8.2 years wow here's interesting new yorkers actually stick it out longer and average about 12.2 years did you say you looked in the u.s yeah that's the u.s okay um so yeah so wow i really i guess wouldn't have thought that I figured we were close. Uh, so anyway, so overall, you know, during our marriage, um, and it, those that can hear our son crying, he's teething. So yeah. it's been a lot of <laughs> fun around here lately. Um, what do you think the, I, I guess we'll start with a positive. What what has been the best part of being married? And I'm not, I'm not like looking for a compliment. I mean, <laughs> I, that is not it. But what do you think the best part of being married has been oh gosh i don't know i didn't know that any of this is where we were going today i know but you never asked me what we're doing and you don't bring your own topic so i know i know i i struggle with that (laughs) the best part of being married i would say um i don't know is obviously getting to kind of i don't know I mean, I, I get to hang out. I mean, you're one you're one of my best friends, so I guess I get to hang out with you Aww. all the time. I mean, I guess that's a good. I'm sure for you, that's a good thing and a bad thing because <clears throat> I'm always here. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, and obviously we've got two kids, so I mean, getting to see you hanging out with Alan and Alex, I think, has been awesome. And I mean, so out of that, I guess I got two kids out of the deal. <laughs> So the best part about being married is that you got two kids. <laughs> I mean, that's a good part of it. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. What Maybe would you I should say? have said I was fishing for a compliment. I don't know. Well, I did say I got to hang out with you and you're one of my best friends. No, I would agree with that. You know, you are one of my best friends. And and I think, I think probably the best part of it 
is just having that that constant support system, that constant yeah. um, you know person to lean on, the person, the sounding board. Um, yeah, you know, in my in my career, um, in everything that I've done from coaching to teaching to to administration, you've always been the one that'll stop me and say, "Hey, maybe think about this," or "Hey, maybe this isn't the best time or best way to go about something." And you know, even though there are a lot of times I don't appreciate that, um, is that's not what I want to hear at the time. I think having that constant in your life and, and you know, someone that can give you advice is really important. I do agree with that. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, and you're always the one that I always come home and either complain about, I mean, like not complain about, but complain to, um, you know, whether it's good or bad. And so then I guess, I mean, having that person there, I mean, if if I was by myself, even with the two kids, I wouldn't have that you know you to talk to i guess so then i'll ask what do you think the the, if that's the best part you know it's kind of having each other then what is the toughest part what is the biggest challenge of being married um i don't i don't i mean i would say and it's probably going to come out wrong or come out weird but I mean, I would say like part of the compromises. I mean, I don't I don't know just for the fact of sometimes it's like I've got things that I would I want to do. And uh, I guess part of it, I mean, I've always got to think of what what needs to be done first, whether it's it may be something that I would want to do. That's something fun for me, I guess. But um, there may be something that actually needs done more, whether it's something that you need to do or we both need to do or I need to do. But. I don't know. I would say, I don't know. I guess that's part of mine. Yeah, I think I think what I would say, and I think it's it's kind of what you're in a roundabout way trying to get to. But I, I think one of the toughest things, and I don't know the compromise is the right word, but yeah, I can't um, think of a word. Like I think it's tough just not having, and it's kind of the I guess the give and take of what I just said. The best part was mm-hmm. is the fact that you don't have any of that. That alone time, that me time, yeah. that, you know, and and it gets even crazier when we have now that we have the kids, but and it's awesome and that's a huge blessing, but there isn't a whole lot of that. You know what? I don't. When you come home and you don't want to talk to anybody and you don't want to deal oh, right. with anything, you just want to sit and watch TV or whatever. It's been a bad day. Whatever's happened, that has kind of gone out the window. Right. And I know for you, it's a little different because. You lived at home with your family up until us, uh, so you've always had a roommate or someone in the yeah. house. I lived alone for um, several years following right. high school, so it is a little different for me because that is I, I'm not one that has to have somebody with them all the time. Right, right. No, I agree. Okay, so then over six years of now living with me and being with me at all the time, what has shocked you about me? What is something that prior to us getting married that you would have never guessed um, about me? I don't know. There's one thing that I can think of, but I don't want to say out loud. <laughs> but I don't know that you, I would say shocked me. But what is one thing that shocks me about you? I don't know. That intrigues me that you don't want to say it out loud. That's pretty funny. I, I'll be interested to hear what that is. <laughs> it's nothing bad. It's just something. I don't know. <laughs> um, Say it again. What is it that I'm What's trying to What's something think that shocked you that you you didn't expect or that, you know, was different than what you would have thought it was going to be or, you know. Because obviously, as you, we didn't live together before we got married, right. so you had to have some thoughts. You know, we had dated for a couple of years, and these expectations, and this is the way this is going to work out. And then, what, what wasn't what you had expected? I don't know. Okay, I will say this about you. I'll, I'll go first okay, and let yeah. you think. That that works. Um, I think. I think probably the most shocking thing for me is that you are a much, much better cook than what I ever expected you to be. Oh, well, thanks. Um, because you, you had not cooked a lot prior no. to us being married. Um, not knocking anyone in your family, but most of the meals I had eaten with you and your family are very um, 
very repeated. Um, <laughs> that's a good choice of words. If that's a if that's the correct way to say it. Well, and I I guess I mean I kind of started. There's like ten staples, and they yeah. repeat every week. <laughs> that's very true. I mean, when we first started dating and things, um, I think we ate sloppy joes like two or three nights a week. So. <laughs> um, and uh uh but so yeah so i think that was one of the kind of surprising things i guess would be the right word to use there surprising things so did you think of anything for me um i don't know i guess if i would have to say something i mean one thing i was thinking is and it's especially towards like at the beginning and you've been a lot busier now, but I would say that I I was kind of going to go with the, you would always help me in the kitchen. Like, and it's funny that you say that because I really was kind of thinking it before that. I mean, and obviously you're really busy now and stuff, but I mean, especially when we first got married, I think one of the things that I wasn't used to from my experience is you would like come in and help me cook dinner or do that kind of thing. And so, I mean, I guess that was kind of a different, like I said, from my experience from being at home and everything. Um, But you're saying now I don't do that. Well, I mean, you're just you don't get home till like six or seven o'clock sometimes. So it's kind of hard for you to help me. Okay, so I found this. This is the. And I'll be honest, I should give credit for where this came from, but I'm not even sure. But this is the 25 best pieces of marriage advice ever. It says it was collected over 13 years. Oh, wow. So I want to, we'll kind of just go through them quick. I don't know if we'll do all 25 or not, but I kind of just want to hear your reaction to or your thought about whether this is true or you think this is good advice or whatever. So the first one is, Choose to love each other even in moments when you struggle to like each other. <laughs> I'd say that's probably true. Do you have moments where you don't like me much? I I don't know that I would say don't like you. So maybe I would be frustrated sometimes. But I think that's one thing that prior to getting married that you don't realize. Like you I know, agree with that. I always love you, but yeah, there are times that I mean I would. I tease you a lot about it, but there are definitely times that you get on my nerves and you annoy me <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm worn out of it. And I want to, again, that goes back to what I said. The toughest part I think is, is for mm-hmm. me is I, there are a lot of times I want to just be left alone. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, so, yeah, I think that there are times that, that that is really tough. Number two, which this is a really interesting one that I'll be gracious to hear your reaction to. Number two is always answer the phone when your husband or wife is calling. That's what they say to do? Yeah. I mean, I think I do that unless I don't have my phone with me. Which is Sometimes. I mean, but I... I thought you were dead last night. (laughs) I know, right? I had to use... Find my iPhone to see where you were. But that was after you had already talked to me. No, I used it before to find out you were in the Casey's General Store parking lot. (laughs) Did you really? Yes, because I thought you were off in a ditch somewhere. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, you called me out on the podcast for the whole cutting the tree down by myself. (laughs) And you won't answer your phone. You've got my six-month-old with you that I'm terrified something's happened to. And you're just hanging out and... Well, I, I mean, I store. was just hanging out, but I was waiting on that pizza. Okay. Uh, make time together a priority. Well, what did you what did you say about the whole answer your phone I thing? I think you should. Oh, okay. I just didn't hear what your opinion was. I always make... Well, I, I figured it was pretty obvious by my reaction to you not answering my calls. I know. I know that you think you expect me to. I just was making... Are, do you think I don't answer when you call? No, I think you usually do. Yeah. That's what I thought. Hands down. Okay. I mean, even in stressful times, you called me the other night because you, my son wanted to know what time I was going to be home, and I was in the middle of a, a situation. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I know, but did I answer? You did. All right. So I think I've made yeah, my point true. clear. Very true. Make time together a priority. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think that's, I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people think this is kind of silly what we do, but I think even this is is part of that for us. I agree. Um. Make laughter the soundtrack of your marriage. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, I, I think you laugh I, at me a lot. I do I, a <laughs> lot. Um, this one I think is somewhere where we are not good at. So I'll be interested this to next see one? you. Mm-hmm. Okay. In every argument, remember that there won't be a winner and a loser. Okay. Yeah, I I would say I would agree with that. I mean, I I think you're right. I don't know that we always do that sometimes. Well, I think I think our competitive nature comes out and it becomes this idea of, you know, I've got to win. Um right. so I think we struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. Uh let's see. I think this is an interesting one too. Um realize that a strong marriage re- rarely has two strong people at the same time. I think that's fair. You know, I think that's the whole idea of the, you know, like the idea that, oh, everybody gives 50-50. There is no doubt that there's a lot of time you're probably giving 70% of the effort at home and I'm only giving 30. So yeah. and I think that slides back and forth. Yeah, I think so. And I think that goes back to kind of one of the things you said at the beginning with, uh, you know, kind of helping each other out and being in the sounding board. I mean, like there may be times that you're frustrated or I'm frustrated. I mean, with anything, you know, and, and the other person, that's when, I mean, you're encouraging me to do something and I'm encouraging you. I mean, like, I think that that kind of goes along with it. This also says learn from other people, but don't feel the need to compare your life or your marriage to anyone else's. And I think that's important. too. I think that's a good one. Because I think sometimes I think, you know, again, we're blessed. There's no doubt. My parents are still married after, I don't know, 36 years or something. Yeah, something like that. Mine are exactly the same. Yes. And so I think sometimes you feel that pressure of, you know, we got to be like our parents. And I don't know that that's always the right thing. Well, and I think with today's age, like with Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff too. I think even looking at other people's marriages, I mean, like, because everybody, you know, when you look at Facebook and stuff, everybody looks so happily married sometimes. I mean, I think that sometimes you put that pressure on yourself too, to where it's like, well, look at so and so. Whether See, I disagree, we're on Facebook right now, and I don't know that we look as happily married. Well, as... maybe we don't. Maybe we don't, but, you know, other <laughs> no, people I know, do. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And it is because you present a. Because a, they're not putting, you know, the day the that real. they had a fight or, you know, right. the day that they disagreed on something. They're putting, you know, all smiles. Um, this is another one I think we have to worry about is don't put your marriage on hold while you're raising your kids or else you'll end up with an empty nest and an empty marriage. And it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, everybody that's watching right now can see you are furiously trying to get Alex to <laughs> not uh, cry, <laughs> to not cry, to feel better, to soothe him. And I, and it is tough. I mean, between, you know, Alan and what Alan has going on and you and I, and sometimes it is very tough to do that. Yeah. Um, also, it says never keep secrets from each other, which I have done a really good job at, I think, because like the other day, I stopped to buy your birthday present, which I'll probably get slammed on here for saying this, but I bought you a wheelbarrow. Yeah. And you called me about 15 minutes after I left Home Depot and said, oh, so you bought a wheelbarrow because you just happened to be behind me. We just happened to be following you. It was the funniest thing. Uh, let's see. Sorry. <laughs> it was really picked that up. It, it was uh, stuck. I, I'd be interested to hear what you say about this because this is something I don't do at all. So, it, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, you all understand. Uh, yeah, when, no, when it's I funny. It. Just funny. But always wear your wedding ring. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it says it will always remind you that you're connected to your spouse and will remind the rest of the world that you're off limits. <laughs> is that something that bothers you that I don't wear my wedding ring? I mean, I don't know that it bothers me. It's not like it makes me mad and I get upset about it, but I mean, I always wear mine. <laughs> so deep down, you're saying, yes, I I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's that big of a deal. I know some people, I do think that it bothers, but I mean, I would hope that uh, like it didn't matter. I mean, obviously you're going <laughs> to remember me <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, and I just, I mean, I the reason why I don't is, and I, I guess I could more now, but I had a bad habit. I wore it the first couple of years pretty faithfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And I had a bad habit of losing it. Um, yeah. We lost it in a feed bunk at the farm one time. Right. And, um, or taking it off when I'm doing certain things and not remembering where I put it. So I think yes. finally we just kind of put it up and well, said. And I think it was especially, I think when we kind of really put it up is when we were doing the house and stuff here, because that's when you would take right. it off a lot. 
because, you know, we're messing around or we're staying like we were staying in wood and, you know, I mean, just painting and that kind of stuff. So we would take it off and everything. So, I mean, I think that was when we you kind of put it up at least while we were doing the house. And that's kind of been I've got it in my uh, thing. I mean, like, I know where it's at. Do you yeah, know where it's at? No, I didn't. <laughs> No. I didn't think so. I mean, I knew you had it, <laughs> but no, nah, I'm just going to be honest. I haven't been real concerned. Either, I know. So. I know. I'm, I've not been either. And and yes, you wear yours all the time. Yours was worth a lot more than mine. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> just, just, very true. Just to throw that out there. Um all right, so then let's that that's kind of like us in a nutshell as marriage, but obviously now, you know, we were married for two years, just you and I. Um, had dated for about two years prior to that and then right. and then Alan came on came along and then back in May we got Alex too. So yeah. kind of the same kind of questions. Um what do you think a lesson is that you've learned as a parent? Um I would say lesson as a parent. I don't know. I mean, like I would say a lesson as a parent of two, I think is to balance, especially like right now where we're at with Alex. I mean, obviously he's pretty needy with things and um, I mean, obviously can't do anything on his own yet. So, I mean, everything like when he eats and when he, you know, whenever I change him and on trying to get him to sleep or whatever, if he's fussy, I mean, like, one of us has to do that. So um, I think for me, one of the lessons is not that it's like we forget Alan, but know that there for four years, he was the only person. So he got 100% of the attention from both of us. Um, And I think now to learn how to balance it. And so that he understands, you know, um, that, it's not like we're giving all the attention to Alex. It's just, especially right now, Alex needs, he has more of those needs and stuff. So I think that was one thing that I, obviously I knew that was coming, but I think that was one thing that, and I think that we're, at least me, I'm still trying to balance. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think my thing would be the lesson I've learned is, is how important it is to really build in time that you're going to spend with them. Um, I agree. You know, and, and I'm probably, I mean, I, there's a lot of people that could probably tell me right now that I'm not the best at that. And there's probably a lot of truth in that. Um, but I do try. And, um, you know, it is tough being a, you know, a father and, and I know as a mother, but working and, and all the extra things that we try and do. And I think that is something that, that I've tried to do. But a lesson is how important the time that you get to spend with them is. And, and, you know, a guy that used to coach with me and I've told this story to you several times, but was the reason why I decided to get out of coaching. But, you know, he told me, he asked me one time, how long do you think you're going to coach? And I said, this was long before I was in administration or anything like that. And I said, I don't know. I'll probably coach till about, you know, till my son's six or seven years old. And at that point I assumed he'd be involved in youth sports and I'd want to, I'd want to coach him through his youth sports. And, and he kind of just shook his head and he paused for a second and he said, six or seven years. He said, just remember, every year is one eighteenth of what you get. And that was kind of shocking to me. I remember driving yeah. home from, from the football office that day and thinking, man, six out of 18, that's a third of the time I get with my son. And, yeah. and it wasn't too long after that that I came to you and said, I think I'm going to resign as, as the head football coach. And and go a different path. And for me at that point, it wasn't about monetary gain um, because I actually took a little bit of a pay cut and that's neither here nor there to do it. But it was because I could come home at, at 4.30 or 5 o'clock right. um, and spend time with Alan. So now the question is, is that I've jumped into something else again and um, I don't know that I'm doing as good a job of balancing <laughs> my career and and my my parenting. So, so that's a lesson you've learned. What is the toughest part of being a parent, you think? Um, I don't know. I would say the toughest part is, I don't know, trying to be there for all of those needs. As I would say just for the fact of, especially now, um, and I don't know that it, I know that it doesn't get any easier, but it's like, I've got a, I feel like for me right now, I guess, uh, the toughest part is when I get home for the day, I mean, I feel like my day is just starting almost because it's like when I get whenever we get home after work, you know, I we've got to feed Alex and then we've got to, you know, I mean, I've got to 
make sure that, you know, everything's good there and, you know, just trying to in, in between everything get, you know, laundry done and dinner cooked and all of that. And I feel like I think that takes me up until it's about time to go to bed. <laughs> And I think I think for me, the the toughest thing or the biggest challenge is and I think part of it is is doing what we do, um, especially, you know, working with high school age kids and and seeing them right before they're going to go off and, you know, do their thing and and become the person they're going to be. But I think my biggest fear is how is the things I'm doing today going to affect him you know, 14, 15 years from now. Right. And, you know, I want him, I want to make him an independent person. You know, I want him to be respectful. I want him to be a great kid, you know, but how, how do you make sure that you're, you're doing the right thing so that, that they are a success? And, and I think those are the things that stress me and worry me and yeah. is a challenge. Um, it's just so tough to know, am I making the right decision here? Um, and, and Holly Rose just, uh, uh, message there, Callie, and says that she completely agrees with you with the struggle of of um, balancing uh, all of the things that you have to get done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I agree with what you say. You're exactly right. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's like, especially like Alan's kind of get getting to that age to where he wants to be independent and I want him to do that. But then he struggles because he can't do something and then he gets all upset. And, you know, I mean, like it's it's constantly and I know, again, that's not going to get any better for those that have older kids and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. OK, then same way we kind of did with marriage. What has been the, the biggest reward of being a parent? Um, I would say, I mean, like when Alan, I mean, especially Alan now, because Alex is <laughs> still pretty young. But I, I mean, I would say when Alan, you know, gives comes up and gives me a hug and says oh thanks mom or you know i love you mom and you know or or he does something because like you said what we're doing now kind of affects you know or hopefully molds him into the person that he's going to be and when he you know or whenever i see him do something good or do something without me asking him or telling him to or whatever you know then i'm like oh well you know maybe we're doing something okay yeah, and for me, I mean, and I've said this before, but the absolute biggest reward is with my craziness and the hours I work and those kind of things is when I pull in the barn and he comes running out and, you know, it's daddy, 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 let's go do this, let's go do this, let's go do this, let's go do this. And while it can be absolutely exhausting, and I won't lie about that, <laughs> yeah, it is because you've just come home from 12, 13 hours or whatever, and, and you just want to sit down, it, there's nothing like that you know, that, that excited toddler ready to go do something. So, yeah. So pretty cool. All right. Now we're going to transition. So we, we covered marriage and children. Okay. Um, but we have the holidays coming up and right. I'm, I'm not one that likes to jump holidays in front of the other, but my family is kind of doing that this year because next weekend I've got yeah. all of my, uh, regional fa family. If you don't, if you want to call it anything, I guess, uh, my cousins, my aunts, um, uncles from Illinois, the Peoria area will all be coming down here to see more to my mom and dad's house. And, um, and we're going to kind of have our family Thanksgiving slash Christmas, uh, right. Because um, we can't, no, with how busy all of us are, we can't all get together very often. Right. Because, I mean, obviously all of you and, I mean, your cousins, everybody's now growing up and married and got their own jobs. And so trying to work around everyone's schedule is impossible. So I looked up unique um, Thanksgiving traditions. Okay. And some of these are kind of cool. <laughs> this one says... My grandmother on my dad's side started a tablecloth in the 1930s. She would put it out on Thanksgiving Day and kept it out until the 2nd of January. Anyone that came over and visited between those times was asked to sign the tablecloth. Okay. Then she would embroider over the signatures so that those signatures were saved. She said this, this lady said she still has her grandmother's and she's now started her own in 1985. But I think that's really kind of cool. Interesting. To kind of see, I mean, I guess it could be kind of awkward, too, because if you, you know, if you run through several husbands or boyfriends, <laughs> could could make it a little awkward. Yeah. But um, but I think that's kind of cool. So um, that's interesting. Let's see what else we got. 
you know, one thing I saw on Facebook or something that I thought was kind of cool is um, like a I, I think they used like a pumpkin, but with their kids every day they had their kid write something or they wrote something that they, you know, their kid said that they were thankful for. And oh, so cool. every day, like, I, th- I mean, I guess like during November or whenever you did it, but they wrote something that they were thankful for. And I thought that was kind of cool for Thanksgiving and that kind of thing. So this one says also um, that my husband's family has a giant battle with toy guns like Nerf guns. <laughs> if you're old enough to hold a gun, you have to participate. There are no teams, no points and no winners. We literally just shoot each other all day. <laughs> And uh, you cannot. That sounds awful. We can't use any child, any babies as shields, it says. Um, and it says that that is a rule because it has happened before. I but that. there's a reason that is a rule. Yeah. I think I think Alan would absolutely love us to do oh, that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Here's another one I think is pretty cool. Each family member writes down what they're thankful for, and it's printed out on a piece of paper and baked into the rolls. So, like, if you're using crescent rolls, you just roll up <clears throat> the paper inside, and it's kind of like a fortune cookie, and right. then everyone gets theirs and tries to guess who Who's wrote that. that. That's interesting. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Let's see what else we got. Um, well, I like this one. They have chicken fried steak for Thanksgiving instead of turkey. I Ooh. like that. Well, you're not doing a, like, at least, you know, here this weekend, we're not doing, like, a traditional... I don't think. I have no idea. I know I've got other things. I've got things to bring that aren't the traditional. Okay, let's see here. Here's some other best Thanksgiving traditions. This one's interesting uh, that I I saw earlier when I kind of went through, which this one says, instead of doing a fancy tablecloth, um, cover the table with butcher paper Uh and have crowns out and you write what you're thankful for on the the tablecloth. But the other one says uh, to have it at dinner time. Like, really have Thanksgiving dinner like... Oh, instead of like at noon or one yeah. or whatever. What do you think about that? Mm. I mean, that's probably not a terrible idea. That I mean, just for the fact of, number one, I guess when we have, you know, our Thanksgiving or whatever at like one o'clock or whatever time, we usually eat so much you don't eat dinner and that that would give you more time to prepare. That's what it said. It said it makes the rest of the day more relaxing. To not have to have so that you don't rush. have to get up really early and start making stuff and I I it's not a bad idea. I don't know why we I, I don't know why usually people don't do that. I don't know. I think it's probably I mean my guess would be just so you you know, when people are coming in from distance obviously, you know, you, you spend more time with them. You plan it at that like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So then they can hang out for a little bit later in the evening instead of eating and then leaving. Yeah. And maybe that's not why it is, but that'd be my I, guess. Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit of Christmas. Okay. And which Walmart already has all their stuff out. <laughs> which I know that they've had for some time, but when we went into Walmart today yesterday, they had the big blow up trees outside. <laughs> well, Home Depot has all their stuff Does out. It, Dollar General has all their stuff yeah. out. But what I looked up, again, us having a four year old, I looked up what the top Christmas gifts or toys are for this year. Okay. Um, The first one, I'll kind of, I'm going to pull this over here and it's going to cover up the uh, uh, Facebook Live. I know that the people listening can't see it, but that way you can see it. Yeah. Um, I skipped the first one because it was a, I don't even remember what it was. It was a Pomsy Speckles Uh, Plus Interactive Toy. A girl toy, toy, as Alan would say. Not for us. But number two is the Chow Crown Game. Um, you wear a spinning <laughs> crown, and it has these, like, almost looks like like fishing hooks or something that hangs off of it. I've never seen that. <laughs> and you load it with snacks, and the idea is to try and catch the food in your mouth and eat it as it spins around. That's too funny. That's actually really funny. Uh, Scruff of Loves. Looks like a girl's tour. The hot diggity dance and play Mickey. Kids will recognize the hot dog dance uh, with him singing and dancing from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That's $32. <laughs> you think that's a little high? I mean, I think I can do just as good a job. I sing and dance the hot dog song, uh, the hot dog dance. Oh, I think I think that, that may not have to be a video for the podcast. <laughs> well, if you catch us in the mornings, usually that's whenever the hot dog dance comes on. Me and Alan, Alan and I. 
right. Uh, Laugh Out Loud Surprise Glam Glitter Series Doll. Watch Your Mouth Throwdown Edition card game, which we've never done this. What is it? Um, that you know the watch your mouth thing where you put the oh the where you thing put it in. in your mouth and you try and say something. Yeah, so this has uh, players wear cheek retractors that make saying phrases difficult, and their teammates have to try and guess what they're saying. I don't know what I don't know what makes the throwdown edition different. Yeah. So, uh, Crayola color chemistry set for kids transforms your child into a scientist thanks to fifty different experiments. Um, that's cool. That might be one for our son. Uh, Lego classic medium creative brick box. The Ozobot bit coding robot. Ozobot teaches your kids to code through coloring on a tablet. Depending Hmm. on the colors and designs they use, the bot will follow the command. So a lot of stuff there with STEM. Uh, baby alive potty dance baby. I have never understood this craze. And, and you know what, Alan? Of course, he's got a baby brother, and he's like, "Why does anybody need it? I have Alex." And I'm like, "That's true." So, did you ever have one of these as a kid? I don't think so. I mean, I have no idea why someone. I get it's realistic, but I have no idea why a kid would want a doll that pees and craps itself. Because I think you could pretend that that's part of it, having a doll. I mean, like. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I would think the kids would be able to use their imagination. That's fine if they want to pretend to change the diaper or feed it or whatever. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this one is the Hot Wheels Corkscrew Do not show that to Alan. Crash Track Set. We have part of those, so. And I know you love them because we have to go up and get them out of the, uh, the storage, storage every yeah. so often when he remembers them. Uh, for real munching Rex. I don't know what this is. The baby T-Rex eats, begs, and hops. It's so realistic. All right. Our son doesn't like T-Rex dinosaurs. Uh, Let's see. Barbie Care Clinic Vehicle. Little Tykes Cozy Coop Dino. Another LOL thing. Harry Potter Coding Kit. Harry Potter Hogwarts Warts Great Hall Building Kit. Legos. I've never watched any of the Harry Potters or read any of the books. Osmo Genius Kit. Looks like that's like... Tangrams or whatever. Is that what they're called? Good excuse for screen time. Offers up fun games on your iPod that promote math, spelling, and other learning skills. I don't know. Is that what those are called? I think that's what those things down there at the bottom are. Little Bits Avengers Hero Kit. Again, that's another STEM toy. Looks Mm -hmm. like you're controlling the Iron Man glove. Lego oh, wow. Boost Creative Robot building a. <laughs> Alan did say he wanted a robot for Christmas. <laughs> oh wow, the pie in the face cannon. The carnival inspired game brings a new twist to the original pie in the face. Players have to aim and launch the whipped cream cannon in their friend's face. Oh, so instead of it hitting your face, you're launching it at someone else's. Yeah, so Alan is not a fan of that game. No, because he doesn't like the whipped cream. No, we played the one with that's that's bubbles and soap, and he liked that better. Yes, absolutely. Uh, another coding robot. Coding robots are big. This one's for three plus, uh, one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Yeah. If your kids are new to coding, give them Cosmo, the friendly robots code lab. Lets them interact, explore, and play games with a push of a few buttons. So, looks like Alan's right on that the uh, the popular thing this year is uh, is robots. Yeah. Um, so. Which it, it came out from, um, if anybody watches Puppy Dog Pals, they've got the robot. Um, gosh, I forgot his name now. So, Robo Dog. No, that's not his name. I can't remember his name, but it's, it, is, it's the ro- it is the robot dog or whatever. But he like cleans everything up and he's like, wouldn't that be nice if we had that dog? And I'm like, yeah, wouldn't he? <laughs> I don't know his name. Arf. Arf. Which stands for Auto Doggy Robotic Friend. ARF. Okay. Uh, So, but he also said yesterday that he really wants us to build him a, basically a working fast food restaurant um, in the sense of like a playhouse, but that has a drive up window um, so he can cook in and, and make things and give people. So that was at the top of his list yesterday. Yeah. Yep. So... Well, because we kind of pretend with the one he's got outside. He's got his, um, you know, 
swing set and stuff out there and there's a little area underneath of like where he climbs up to go down the slide and so he always pretends like that is his kitchen and he'll like make hot dogs and hamburgers or whatever you he can make whatever you want he says but uh i don't know if that's i don't know if he saw something but i don't know if that's where it comes from or what but i don't know all right well um anything else you got for this week no i don't think so nothing (laughs) no i just have stuff to get ready for your family coming in and that's my gonna be my job for the week all right well um I don't think I got anything else written down here. Well, I guess I'll ask you this. Uh, is there any, do you, does your family have any kind of weird traditions or anything with the holidays? I don't, weird traditions. I don't think, I don't think mine are probably weird traditions because I think they're the most like traditional, traditional. yeah, type of traditions. What about you? Do you think you have any weird traditions? I don't think we have traditions. I think we change yeah. things every, Every year or so. I would say, I guess, like with your family, the one thing that I'm kind of looking forward to is it seems like anytime you, like your family and stuff get together, we always play different games. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I enjoy I always enjoy that. I mean, usually it, you know, is a lot of different games and people bring different ones. And so, I mean, we'll hang out and play games. I mean, uh-huh. I, that's one thing that I enjoy with yours. I don't know if that's a, I mean, it's not like it's a tradition. It's just something that I think everybody enjoys. I would agree with that. Um, also, Tuesday, November 6th is election day. Um, don't forget to get out and vote. Um, it is your civic duty. It's your right. Uh, the only way that your voice can be heard is by getting out and voting. So please do so. Uh, Callie and I both plan to get out and vote. If you have uh, curiosities, especially about the candidates in Indiana House District 69 race, which is Jim Lucas and Steve Schottmer. Go back to last week's episode. We did about an hour interview with each of them uh, on things. And, and Kelly, I'll, I'm going to ask you this before we go. What When you go in to vote, what what are the issues that are important to you? Um, I mean, I would say education is a high one for me just for what I do and things like that that would probably be my one of my main ones i i i guess i mean that's the one that comes to mind i would say the same um i think education is really important to me and and i do think um you know an issue for me this year is you know us trying to uh legalize medicinal cannabis use here in the state of indiana and giving that as an option um again it's not that i think that's for everybody but i think it it needs to be an option um especially for our vets for our elderly um to keep to keep them from having to be prescribed you know these painkillers and these strong um uh you know opioids uh that we've been using for so long so when you go inform yourself uh make sure you know about the candidates look it up do not take the time uh to watch their commercials just (laughs) read the research on who they are and what they're trying to do And, and i said this the other day and i i mean it I don't care who wins between Mike Braun and Joe Donnelly. I just want there to be an option that they can't run commercials anymore. That is awful, isn't it? Yeah, I was really mad because I got on YouTube the other day to watch something, and the ad on YouTube was a Joe Donnelly commercial. Really? And, like, I can't turn my TV on, the radio. I can't watch videos on YouTube. I am so tired. The best thing could happen is neither one of them win. Well, and you know the thing with them is is it's not, like, it's one thing for it to be an ad of, like, what they represent and what they stand for. Oh, no, it's just... It's it's, just saying how bad the other person is. I saw a a friend of mine... uh, from the Huntingburg area posted yesterday. He said, I have no idea what either one of them stands for, but I yeah. have every reason why not to vote for both of them. I know. I and agree. It, it just, that it's that's been, the worst part. And it, I, I mean, I know sometimes you'll see those kind of things, but like, I feel like this year for these two, they have like just been really bad. I agree. And, and, you know, I'll give a shout out again to Jim and Steve, and I appreciate both of them coming on our little show here. But, you know, I, I appreciate them just coming on, not to not to get political, not to not to play the game, just to talk about where they stand on the issues and what they hope to accomplish if they end up uh, in, in Indianapolis representing District 69. So, again, Tuesday, get out and vote, do your civic duty. Um, before we leave, again, I want to thank our sponsors. First and foremost, uh, Miller's Termite and Pest Control. 
Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to oh, look for pest control. That's not going to work. Don't get roped into contracts Oops, or high price. I got them all going now. Here we go. Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Also, a huge shout out to Tommy Taylor, Tommy Taylor Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's insurance agent and should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he will be happy to take care of any of your insurance needs. Contact information for Tommy. You can contact him at 812 872-4483 at extension 2447 and remember to tell them that APR podcast sent you and again uh, don't forget to go visit our website at mwcpodcast.com you can go back and listen to all the archived episodes there but also um, visit the store Uh, get yourself a hat a t-shirt some can koozies uh, and use promo code mwc25 at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order Uh, we try and ship those out within a day or two of your order and so go over there and check those out and uh, get you some new married with children gear all right so Callie anything else before we take off nope I think the only thing I've got to make sure I do right away is get my uh, football team ready because I got like five people on a buy oh that would be a good idea yeah I got all my stuff set up before we got started <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'm like oh my gosh so yep that's what I'll be doing right now all right so make sure your fantasy football lineups are set up um, <laughs> even though it'll be Tuesday when you're listening to this so and again a uh, huge shout out to our, our friends over at Smugcast and Juice in the Morning if you're looking for some other podcasts to check out definitely go check out uh, Smugcast again adult themed uh, kind of male slanted but uh, a lot of fun good guys uh, they're all over the place kind of like us and then uh, Justin Juice Kelly, Juice in the Morning, a great podcast. Uh, it can be found anywhere where podcasts are found. Everybody have a great week and thanks for joining us. See ya.